I'm, I was going to pour myself something to drink here real quick. Sorry, give me one sec. Yeah, you go ahead. Oh, shit. Okay. Are we good to go? All right. Let's get it. What's up, Rob? How, how's it going? We're living the dream out here, Tony. What about you? Pretty good. It's good to have you back. You know, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's uh, it's great to be back. Been busy those last few months, but uh, never took my eye off the sports. Yeah, I mean, we we got an exciting month of March uh, ahead of us. I mean, March Madness, as I say, but it's really the last week of March that it starts. But I mean, it's arguably the best month in 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 the year for sports, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. There's so much going on, and just a bunch of excitement. I mean, other than this, you could probably say, like, let's say the start of the NFL season, you probably have, what do you have going around that time? You have um, NFL free agency, MLB free agency, March Madness, and the final month of uh, basketball leading into the finals. Okay. Yeah, but... uh, Every year, March rolls around, and I always just get overloaded with information about all these teams because I just tend to fill out as many brackets as I can. But this year, I kind of took a different approach. Uh, Instead of, you know, filling out brackets every second of the day, I decided to wait until the very last day to fill all my brackets out. And I'm going to – I'm basically from here to uh, tip-off tomorrow – I'm going to fill out as many brackets as I can. I think I have until like noon tomorrow. I think it's the first game. I'm not too sure. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to fill out a ton of brackets and hope it goes well. Honestly, with how March Madness always gets crazy, last minute choices might not be the worst decision you could make. Uh, By the way, have you entered the... The March Madness pool from the Mount Davis one? I have submitted one team so far. I have two more to go. <laughs> yeah, I still have to submit all three of mine, but I got a good base <clears throat> for what I want my bracket to look like. What are we I looking at? Got, what, are you, what are you thinking? I kind of got the second round pretty much set in stone. Uh, but a few a few teams to keep an eye on, I I, I could think. Out of the West? Memphis is going to be a really tough team to beat, and I think Boise State's going to have a handful with them, and I think Memphis will come out on top. Um, you also want to keep an eye out on Texas Tech. They're going to probably make it out to face Gonzaga to make it out of the West, but, you know, to beat Gonzaga takes takes quite a bit. Um, but honestly... Davidson is is my sleeper team. You could have them winning in the first round against Michigan State, a 10-seed winning, and then they're also going to beat Duke, 
who's going to advance to the second round, hopefully. You could probably get a juicy price on Davidson at that point. Uh, Davidson, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if it, let me ask you a question. Like, if you were to pick any one of these one seats to lose, which one would you go for? Yeah, I think Kansas is going to go out. I mean, I think uh, I think Creighton and Iowa both are looking pretty strong. And then uh, even Wisconsin, if they get all the way down to the uh, the quarters, um, there's three pretty tough teams to beat. I think Gonzaga is going to go all the way to the finals. I think Arizona is going to get close, if not all the way to the finals. And then Baylor, I mean, and they're – if they can uh they won last year i think they still got that strong team so it's got to be kansas if anybody i think yeah yeah honestly kansas is a really tough team uh but uh man uh, i i could see i could see i honestly have baylor losing in the second round to unc to, uh, unc i have let's see kansas coming out Iowa the hottest team in the nation right now mm-hmm. uh, they'll have to get to Kansas if they want to get to the final four uh, I I think Iowa beats Kansas and uh, I think Iowa gets to the second round that or Kansas gets to the second round at least and Iowa upsets them Iowa has to go through Richmond Providence and South Dakota State before they can get to Kansas and I don't think they're gonna have much issue with that yeah, let's see, Wisconsin. <clears throat> Sheesh, okay. Uh, Liz, what do you think about Auburn? They're two seed, their record's 27-5. They're, you know, a good, ah, I keep playing a good team. Let me see what I have on them. They're not good at three-point I mean, com- shooting, and I don't think they can make it to the Final Four. Yeah, coming out of the Midwest, I mean, Wisconsin, Kansas, and I'm going to keep dying on that Iowa train. I don't think Auburn has what it takes to get past uh, two of those teams. It, uh, yeah. Best-case best, best case scenario, Final Eight, but that's if they get past Wisconsin first. So I, say, I, I would say they're a lock for Sweet 16. But I don't think anything's guaranteed after that. I mean, even in the what round of uh, the second round, they have to face most likely USC. I have USC beating Miami, and even then, I feel like that might put up a little bit of trouble for them. But uh, Sweet Sixteen almost guaranteed. But past that, I don't think they're going to do too too well. I think Auburn loses to Miami, <clears throat> and then Miami faces Wisconsin, okay. and Miami makes it. But they face okay. Iowa. They face Iowa after beating Kansas, and Iowa makes it to the Final Four. Okay, so who's your Final Four then? You got Iowa coming out of Midwest. Uh, all I know is that UCLA versus Kentucky to get out of the East. Okay. And I got UCLA winning that. I think anyone who would give uh, Kentucky some issue would be Purdue, but I still think Kentucky's got it. 
I'm big on Davidson, man. I think Davidson makes it all the way to the final four. <laughs> a ten, they are a 10 seed, but I mean, they would have to get past uh, Gonzaga, and I just don't. Uh, it's I don't know a long if that can And Gonzaga beats him most of the time, but Gonzaga I, and Duke. I think they beat and Duke and Texas easily. Tech. I think I think they make light work of. Uh, of you said they're the best three-point shooting team right now? I would say so. Something like that. They're up there in the, in the top of the nation, basically. But I mean, that just seems fitting, being Staff's alma mater. Davidson, Davidson, Davidson. They're going to make light work of Michigan State. Uh, they make light work of Duke. Their toughest, their toughest task is going to be Texas Tech. They might lose to Texas Tech, to be honest. So you think it'll and be then, Texas Tech and Gonzaga in the lead eight in the West? Probably. That's the most likely scenario, <clears throat> uh, and Gonzaga wins that. But you got UCLA winning a Gonzaga-UCLA rematch. I know the uh, NCAA is going to want that. Mm-hmm. But UCLA makes it to yeah, the I final. Think, I think the division that's like most up for – whoever could take it would be the East. I could see Kentucky, Purdue, Baylor, UCLA, even uh, even North Carolina, you know, hurting Baylor, getting past UCLA, maybe. And then I have Tennessee beating Arizona in the South. So I have Tennessee, Iowa, Gonzaga, UCLA in my final four. Say it one more time. Tennessee, Iowa, Gonzaga, UCLA in my final four. Okay. And then uh, Tennessee or Iowa coming out of the uh, South Midwest final four. Who do you got? Tennessee. Tennessee, okay, so Tennessee, the uh, UCLA in the finals. Yeah, and UCLA wins it. I could see that, except Memphis might beat Gonzaga. Memphis, okay. Memphis is a really strong team, honestly. I don't see Gonzaga going out that early. That's my only thing. I feel like. They've always. The, I feel like they're really strong this year. That's the only thing. It's like if they could get past Memphis, they could probably win this whole thing. To be honest, but it's uh, it's really gonna be see, really gonna be fun to see how everything plays out. <clears throat> um, what are your thoughts on Villanova? They're Number they're good, in the but South. they're gonna let you down. I um I've been looking at some brackets the quote unquote experts put out and not many have them getting past the uh, second round. They have Ohio State or uh, mostly Ohio State and Loyola taking them down. I have Loyola I think, taking down Ohio State, and then I think uh, Villanova loses to Loyola. Loyola's too too good defensively and too consistent on offense too. And Villanova, I think, is injured. I'm not too sure. I think they'll win the first round pretty easily. Who are they going up against? Delaware. So that shouldn't be too hard. But after that, I think it's going to be – I think they'll be uh, arguably the first two seed out. 
Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, that Villanova has a small rotation. I believe they only run like six or seven guys. And I mean, they're, okay, they're, they're, especially they have a, injuries right now, that's gonna hurt them. They have a solid starting five, but I mean, I think Loyola takes them down. Sheesh, it'll be tough. Keep an eye out on 12 seed UAB. I think they beat. They make light work of Houston. Um, Interesting. I, I think Houston is going to be the biggest problem for Arizona. Yeah, but they won't. They won't make it past the first round. They won't even get to Arizona. <laughs> really? Okay. Illinois versus Chattanooga is the one I'm tossed up on. It's easy to take Illinois, but Chattanooga upset alert. You know. Who do you think is going to be the uh, upset team of the tournament, you know, that goes on that, like, historic run that they have no business doing? South Dakota State is going to be Providence. That's a 13 seed. Okay. Keep an eye out on them. I think SF State will beat Murray State. That's a 10 seed. Um, Davidson will beat Michigan State. That's also a 10 seed. Rutgers might be Alabama if they win the game currently. I believe they're winning currently, but who knows? They have to get past Notre Dame. Uh, keep an eye out on them. Other than that, that's about it. <laughs> Loyola, Chicago, I guess. Very tensey too. Miami, I got Miami. Big upsets. Yeah, I don't know what it is with me and Iowa, but I feel like Iowa State could uh, upset some people as well. It might just be the uh, Tyrese Halliburton bug in me right now, but I feel like they would. I think I feel like they're getting past LSU, and if someone's going to beat Wisconsin, it's going to be uh, Iowa State or uh, Auburn. I think Wisconsin would beat them. Wisconsin just plays smart basketball, and. I believe they can be LSU, but they're going to have trouble with that team. Damn. This is tough. I, I Honestly, I think I think March Madness is the best playoff style you could possibly think of. Oh, absolutely love it. How many teams are in there and just all the chaos that comes from it. Um, you mentioned San Francisco earlier, University of San Francisco. Um, Thoughts on them? They're real close to me, and I know a lot of people have been going to the games recently. It looks like a, a real fun te- time and a team that's been uh, playing pretty well as of late. Do you think they've got any chance to get past Kentucky, possibly? They would meet them in the uh, second round if they both win. No. <laughs> no, no, no shot? Okay. But they, fuck, they, they can, obviously. They're good. They're good-ass team. Shouldn't be attentive, to be honest. They're a really hot team right now, and who knows? That's the thing about this like year. It's, it's like, so hard to determine anything. It could be like one last second, you know, like Jalen Suggs did last year, throwing the ball uh, 400 yards down the court and somehow winning. Yeah, the level of competition is just crazy. So, And uh, something about March Madness brings out the best, and I don't want to say the worst teams, but the lower-ranked teams that they can uh, – I just feel like an upset could happen anywhere. 
I mean, I think a few teams like Gonzaga and Arizona won't let that happen, but uh, I really think it could happen uh, in most yeah. of these matchups. Some last-minute heroics could uh, could do something, and that's with everybody's bracket. It gives a lot of these teams hope, and it, mm-hmm. it it's just so fun to root for that Cinderella story every time, and which is why March Madness, you know, is probably top top three in terms of playoffs. Even because you could say top two. Just because of, you know, the ability of these like small schools to just outperform certain big name schools, and it it just leads to, you know, a a chaos that you can't like produce or script. You know, it's 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 pure chaos that it's like purest form i want to say chaos at its purest form so um i think 2018 was the first time we had a 16 seed being a num- beating a number one seed and i think the lowest to ever win the championship was uh 1985 villanova who was ranked oh, eighth did. do you think what's that yeah and there's also uh uconn with kemba walker there, there you go yeah yeah, yeah. do you think any sort of uh Cinderella story could happen like that. Anyone, you know, in the below the top seven who has any real shot of winning in this thing? Miami or Davidson? Keep an eye out. Miami or Davidson. Okay, well, let's see. Miami is what, 10, and Davidson is uh, also 10. So two 10 seeds. <clears throat> I don't think there's going to be any um, retriever upset where the 16 team, I think they knocked off uh, Virginia, but I don't think anything like that's going to happen again this year. He, as fun as it would be to see. Keeping that on Norfolk, Norfolk State, man. They ain't no pushover. Yeah, but Baylor is... Uh, I feel like Baylor's no pushover either. The defending national champions. It's very hard to repeat, by the way. I do find myself, I think, as we're talking, having bias to any team that uh, has had any players on the Sacramento Kings. You know, Davon Mitchell and Baylor... Tyrese Halliburton, who we played at Iowa State. Maybe it's just a little bit of bias on my end, but uh, I don't know. I feel over, like I could see something like that. Over, I know. You should, get, you should get over that Kings bias. Prawn total. Dude, I, I, I'm telling you, now that I'm living in San Francisco, I have to become a Warriors fan. Yeah, I think it's just right. <laughs> it's the only way I'm going to be happy ever again. What, they just tied 16 seasons without a, without a winning record or playoff appearance? It's like the longest of all time. Just be a Warriors fan for the playoffs. Exactly. Like it, I started going to Giants games last uh, end of last season just because I made they made the playoffs. <laughs> Good. I think uh, it's my birthright. You know, if um, if you were to rank uh, the playoff formats of all the major sports, let's say soccer, baseball, football, hockey, even what other sports are out there? Those are the main ones, basically. Soccer, football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Let's see. Hockey, what do they do? Best of seven series. They do similar to baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, But they kind of have like a soccer format where they have like points based off of wins and ties. Uh, The fact that you could tie in that sport kind of puts it down there. So I kind of want to rank them low, like five. 
The World Cup, to me, holds a special place, so I'm going to put them at two. I uh, I do like the uh, soccer league tables where it's, you know, everybody in, uh, well, maybe not for the World Cup, but for the soccer tables where, you know, everybody's in one thing. I, I, I don't like the tying either, but, you know, three points for a win, one for a draw. I like how anyone can pass anybody. Like in baseball, you know, if, like you have the ALS with three teams with winning records. They're not all making the playoffs. I feel like, I feel like everybody on one table where they all got a shot if they're doing well is a really good system. Obviously, it might not be practical in some of these sports with a lot of teams and you know bigger leagues, but I really like that. I really like that format. Yeah, it creates for some nice, uh, you know, last minute uh, things. You know, you've had a few Premier League championships come down to the last game, like you had that Manchester City win. I think it was like in 2012, where they were losing. I think one zero or something like that and they needed to win the that game to win the premier league basically and they scored two goals in the last like 10 minutes to win the premier league and it it, it just creates like you know that 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 form of chaos where it was just like you know those last 10 minutes uh, that was everything for the for the championship mm-hmm See, it just creates a little bit of excitement, in my opinion, that is uh, unmatched with the uh, division formats. Yeah, I could see that. I have soccer up there. I want to say March Madness is one. So for me, my ranking is March Madness, the World Cup. Um, then you probably have MLB playoffs. And then basketball and football are like tied to me. Do you think the uh, the play-in approach that the NBA now has changes it? Do you think that would rank it higher or lower than previous? It helps, but it honestly doesn't change it for me. And it kind of hurts it, to be honest, because, like, let's say the Lakers, for example, they're, like, they're like nine games away from the eight seed or, some, or like, the seven, the seven seed. So, it like, the play-in shouldn't, like, trigger them because they're just so far down the standings and it should just cut off at eight if the Lakers do get stuck at nine. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like, I like it just because it, it, it adds an extra incentive right now. There's a tight race between the Hawks, Hornets, and the Nets. The Nets hold a two-game advantage, but the Hawks just took a half a game lead over the or the Hornets just took a half a game lead over the the Hawks today because they beat them. And it's just like they're struggling because they have to get to the ninth seed basically to be in the play-in. Mm-hmm. So if the if the Nets drop two games and the Hornets and Hawks keep winning, all of a sudden the Nets are out of the playoffs and the Hawks or Hornets are in. So if that happens, it could lead to some like miraculous like outcomes that like you wouldn't have seen otherwise. I have to say, I'm, I am pretty surprised. I expected the Hawks and Nets to both be like at least top six teams this season. I understand, you know, Kyrie's part time and uh, the Trey Young's going off, but the rest of the Hawks aren't performing as well. But I really thought those two teams would be like top six guaranteed. I thought the Celtics were going to be playing on the on the fringe, but they've been killing it lately. So you know, it's just hard to predict really any of that. Who do you got winning the NBA championship right now? That is a good question. The Nets. 
Let's see. See, I don't think it's going to be the Nets. I think you're going to have the Warriors coming out of the West. And uh, I really want to say the Bulls just because they're so fun to watch. But I'm going to say it's going to be the Warriors and the 76ers with the uh, Warriors taking it again if, uh, you know, Clay's playing full, uh, uh, full form and, um, you know, not too upset about his limited playing time post-injury. I think I think that's going to be the uh, best look right now. Although Memphis is has passed the Warriors recently. So the they really go anywhere, but I'm seeing – they really are. Jaw is a star. He is what I thought De'Aaron Fox would be. Um, I think oh, I think it's going to be the war- Warriors and the 76ers uh, with the final two being – the final four being uh, Warriors, Suns, Bulls, 76ers. And then I think uh, I think the Warriors are going to take it. They're going to have one last one last win with, uh, with that group of people. Yeah, honestly, I, I like the Warriors coming out of the West. It's going to be fun to see the Grizzlies and Suns, whoever they match up with, you know, if we get Grizzlies mm-hmm. Suns. If, if Chris Paul stays Grizzlies healthy, Warriors. I think they're da- they're dangerous. But if Chris Paul's not playing or is hurt, Suns are out completely, in my opinion. Yeah. And on the East, I just think the Nets are – if they got Kyrie and KD, that's all, really all they need. If they have Ben Simmons, that, that just adds to their defense. So we'll see, man, but – they're looking. Uh, they're thinking two to three weeks for Simmons to be back. Yeah, I mean he's gonna supposed to play a couple games and then see how they feel before the playoffs. But yeah, it'll be tough to get a rotation, and they might have to hold them off to the second round. Because uh, I think with uh, if you know Kyrie is able to play, KD's playing and healthy, and Ben. The nice thing about that is, you know, Ben's not going to be asked to shoot. He can do defense and he can, you know, ball handle and, you know, distribute to everybody else because they have some real good peer scorers in that team. So I think it would be a great role for him if they get that new big three going. I think they'll be dangerous. But uh, it's just a matter of can Kyrie play? Is Ben hurt? You know, so it's really it's really, uh, it's really, going to be fun to see how it comes down to if they're able to make the uh, playoffs or the play-in and then get all those people back. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and I mean, we should probably talk more about it once we get closer to the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for this March Madness tournament. It starts tomorrow. Man, that shit's going to be fun. Uh, you got a day a day where you just have basketball from noon to midnight. <laughs> and then that's just hard to uh, hard to have a bad day like that. The games are so overlapped, it's crazy. You have fucking buzzer beaters happening every 30 minutes. It's crazy. I'm definitely oh, going to be uh, neglecting my work to watch some of those games. Yeah, I'm going to smoke a lot of weed and drink a lot of beer and just watch some young, young, young guns go at it and fucking ball out, you know? They're younger than us, and just something about that, I just, I don't, I don't accept that. Like, I get it, but it just doesn't seem real to me. I still feel like they're, like, middle-aged men. Bro, straight up, you have, like, Luca and Jason Tatum for, like, 23, 24. Uh, fucking younger kids, like, Kate Cunningham and shit coming into the league. Oh, man, these kids are something else. And which is why I'm so excited for this tournament, because the level of competition is just going up. So it doesn't matter where you're from. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance to dance, you're going to tango, you know? Exactly, exactly. 
Oh man, but it's been good. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming on, and uh, we hope to see you more often. You know, just let me know. My schedule is hectic, but I can always make time in advance. For sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, it's been good, and until next time. All right, sounds good. Sure, man. It's been a while, man. I haven't I haven't talked to you since like calculus. <laughs> yeah. What is that like seven years? Five, eight. I graduated 2015, so yeah, eight years, almost seven. Um, but yeah, uh, how's it been? How how was UCLA? Um, I know you got to keep up with a lot of the teams. I mean, while you were there, they were probably shitty. Yeah, up except for Yeah, you were you was that your freshman year? Yeah, that was my freshman year. I got spoiled. Yeah. Damn, that must have been sick. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to have you on. I mean, uh, you want to tell 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 us a little about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, so I'm Hugo, twenty three. I lose track. They're in twenty three. Yeah. Um, graduated from UCLA, twenty twenty. Um, and I basically. One of the main reasons I even went there in the first place was for the basketball. Like, Let's go. And, yeah, you, you did you play for PHS? Yeah, 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 I played all four years. Yeah, let's go. I mean, yeah, it must have been fun to go to a bunch of UCLA games. And, I mean, all their all, all their athletic programs are pretty much top yeah, notch. I, but, but, man, that, that Lonzo year, that was something special. I was rooting for them that year. But, and they got knocked out by – Kentucky. Yeah, by Darren Fox and Malik Monk. Bam at a bios on that team too? Yeah. Damn, that was a stacked team. Yeah, <laughs> it was, but um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's my favorite time of the year, March Madness. Uh right now I'm even watching like just the greatest moments of all time on YouTube, you know, just just the Buzzer beaters, upsets, whatever, whatever you you name it, man. It ha- the tournament has it, and I'm just excited this year for the level of competition of all these teams because I'm looking at all these matchups and I'm just like, this is a year where like the level of competition is just so high, where just like any any given game, since it's just single elimination, you know, anything could go anything could go wrong for these, I guess, like good schools. Yeah, I think it's the the parody of it all this year. Last year there was a undefeated Gonzaga and Baylor who was undefeated until the COVID outbreak, and I think basically no one had a chance outside those two teams in the end. And we saw them meet up in the in the final, but this what year, I mean, this year neither of the top two teams are unbeatable, so. Yeah, and uh, uh, now that we're on that, like, what do you think of the like seeding uh, of it all? Because when when picking these teams, it's easy to just pick the high seed, and obviously that's like a strategy. But especially this year, I think you you got to throw seeding out the window because I, I'm seeing some of these teams, and like for example, Michigan. What are they ranked at? Uh, I don't know how they even got into the tournament, but I, the, they got a pretty high ranking. I was about to say that. I was watching <laughs> the, the first four games uh, from yesterday and today, and I'm like, 
I think all of these teams are better than Michigan, like the 11 seeds that played. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how Indiana or Rutgers ended up below Michigan. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just their history. I mean, they have talent. Like, coming into the season, they were top five projected. So, maybe they're just basing it off of that. I don't know. Yo, the the Rutgers-Notre Dame game is in overtime right now. Yeah. I'm going to pull that up and – just see how that goes. <laughs> Damn. I I had Rutgers winning that game, but I thought they would have won it by now. Yeah, I, I was leaning Rutgers, but I mean it's yeah. not like it matters for the bracket itself. Right now, so. <laughs> All right, man. Uh basically what we're just gonna do is we're just gonna go down the line, uh go matchup by matchup, fill out this bracket. Uh, and basically, uh, we're going to come up to a conclusion on who's going to win by the end of it. Um, we're going to give our takes. If we disagree, we'll give our takes on why. We'll try to convince each other on the other. And uh, eventually, we'll get down to a champion. And that's that. All right. That sounds good. All right. We'll start with the number one seed, Gonzaga versus Georgia State. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement on this one, right? Uh, yeah, Georgia State, right? <laughs> yeah, I got them down. I uh, mean, I I did just <laughs> not too long ago that Mark Few, their Gonzaga's coach, was saying that he has no idea how Georgia State ended up as a 16 seed. Yeah, uh, the, that was actually like back with the seeding. Like a lot of people were saying that these like 16 seeds were like the strongest 16 seeds of like in a while. So it's just like uh, seeding goes out the window. But when the, the, the gap is th- this high and the history is just there, yeah. like UMBC was the only one so far. That was that was honestly pretty crazy. So. I wonder if we'll ever see that again. Who knows? Maybe this year. <laughs> maybe it'll be Georgia State. <laughs> I, I feel honestly, if maybe if they had played against any other one seed, but Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga is the the number one like overall team this year. I think they definitely yeah, like just, made the case throughout the year. They're just way too strong. But uh, we move on. You know. Uh, Eight seed Boise State versus nine seed Memphis. This is a very interesting matchup because it's honestly a coin flip in terms of uh, what these teams can produce in terms of like consistency. And you know, I I'm just leaning Memphis based on the talent they have. Mm. Uh, they got uh, uh, Jalen Dern is his name. I don't know. I haven't I haven't watched college. I haven't watched a single college basketball game this season. By the way. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> Good to know. so I'm coming in uh, with a blank slate, but uh, I, I will say, I mean, to kind of level the playing field, I haven't actually like looked through each matchup like in depth. I've just kind of seen the teams. So this is like raw, like based off of like gut feeling that I'm picking these two. So there's no yeah, like mo- analytics done yet. There's no maybe I'll do that later tonight when I pull out like a a different bracket. But right now it's just like off of gut. Yeah, this is just all intuition, and, you know, it's this time of year where I start filling out just hundreds of brackets, and I just hope one of them, you know, hits. But, uh, uh, you know, a perfect bracket hasn't happened, and it probably won't happen for a while. 
but it'd be cool if we get to a perfect bracket. But uh, I got Memphis beating Boise State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually watched a couple Memphis games, and I saw one Boise State game. And I'll tell you, the Boise State's very consistent Memphis early in the season were just awful, just so bad. They, Hard to watch on at the right time. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, Boise State's got a lot of experience. They're, they're an older team. And, you know, in these tournaments, it's always – you know, it's always a good reason to pick the older team. Yeah, I think but, I think I would lean Boise for that experience. I just don't like how volatile Memphis has been. All right, I'll, I'll give you that one. Well, we'll pick AT Boise State, uh, UConn and New Mexico State. I'm I'm not high on UConn this year, but you know, I believe they could get past New Mexico. Um, but what do you think? We they make it out of the first round. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm not like super high on UConn, but definitely high Andy enough Katz to put here them for over. March Madness and NCAA.com oh, with a bracket breakdown. Yes, our first bracket. You're all good, uh, but yeah, I mean, I have some notes on UConn. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Uh, but we're gonna get into some juicy stuff. I have I have a few takes that you know might be wrong, but uh, well, we're we're getting to them, and I feel really strongly about two ten seeds in this tournament. <laughs> two ten seeds, all right. Cool. Uh, Let's see if you can convince me there. Uh, we're moving on to Arkansas versus Vermont. Arkansas is playing really well, the, probably the best they've played in a while. You know, I don't know much about Vermont, but I'm just taking our Arkansas based off of seeding. Yeah, I mean, Vermont's been playing well. They're, they're again, like got hot in their tournament, won their, their uh, conference. and uh, But, yeah, Arkansas, I mean, they came off, what, in the lead eight last year too. So, uh, I think that's a – a good pick as well. What do you think about Alabama? Oh God. Uh, they they they're a gritty team and they do play like tough. Uh, so they're, they're they're probably the biggest nightmare if you had to like bet on them to win or lose. I I wouldn't touch that with like a ten foot pole, honestly. They've beaten three of the four Final Four teams from last year, including Gonzaga. Not in not in Spokane, but right next to the, you know their home. And yeah. but they've also have like some of the worst losses of all of these teams. So <sighs> I don't know. Um, it's either we're picking Rutgers or Alabama, and I'm not sure if I want to waste my underdog picks on Rutgers. Well, I mean, it depends if if they win, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aren't I'm, they I'm down assuming, one right now? I was assuming. Oh, shit, they are down one. Yeah, so, God damn. But I, I don't know. I have, I have I so little faith in Alabama up. right now, I think. I just I, – I would pick either one of these teams. 
Let's call it a coin flip. All right. Uh, heads for Alabama. Uh, sure. And it's tails. So we are taking Rutgers or Notre Dame. Let's see. Let's see. All right, Texas Tech and Montana State. Texas Tech is pretty good defensively. Texas they're, Tech is they're, really good. They're tall and they're fast. Um, yeah. Not much you could say. Let me see. Not much you could say about this matchup. I have Texas Tech going far. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, they're fun to watch. They're the number one defense on uh, – uh, and home ratings. But, but they sometimes play down to to their opponents. Yeah, lost the TCU. Potential. Made up for um, it in the, in the Big 12 tourney after the I, final close game against Kansas. And I don't I don't think this one's much for a debate, but this this 10 seed is where I was getting to. I think Davidson beats him. I think Davidson beats Michigan State, and I even go as far as they upset Duke in the second round. I mean, I could definitely see that first part, partly because Michigan State has been playing so poorly to end the season. They're like polar opposites at this point. I don't know if I'd say so far as to say they will beat Duke, but, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised either. It'd be... It'd be a fun story. It it'd be a really fun story. Uh, Duke, I could see Duke going far because the whole year they've kind of had these like letdown wins, you know, in Coach K's last game at Duke, and you know the the tournament the tournament game against Virginia Tech, and it was just oh man, uh, letdown spots here and there. But you know they might have just been saving it for the right time. So who knows? But with with the amount of NBA talent that they have, I just I'm I'm just questioning their not their will to win, but like let's say versus like a 16 seed who literally all their players are willing to put their entire body on the line for this tournament, technically. And like I'm not questioning that the Duke players aren't willing to do the same, but when you have yeah. a lot of like you know, you're basically guaranteed to get drafted to the NBA. You, you got a lot to look forward to, you know. So you might, you might put this tournament in your like rearview mirror, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, most of my concern is like the youth, the same as that year with Zion and and RJ. You know, they they made a good run, but they didn't have quite enough to make it all the way. So if if I had to guess, I think they make like a decent, decent run, but you know, fall fall a little short ultimately. But yeah, and in, in this, you got Davidson in this one. Davidson over Michigan State, and then I'm I'm sure we agree on Duke over CSU Fullerton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and now we move on to the East. Uh, I I like Baylor, but you know, repeating is always pretty tough. Yeah. Sure. And and I don't think this Baylor team is as strong as uh, last year's Baylor team in there because they're basically facing a lot of injuries. Yeah. They've been playing without uh, 
their best point guard for a while. I'm pretty sure. I don't know their names, but uh, uh, I, I I believe they could beat Norfolk State. But I mean, Norfolk State's record's pretty pretty good, but no, um, record doesn't speak much when you play in wherever the fuck Norfolk State plays. Um, <laughs> um, but I believe I believe Norfolk State's pretty good. They could they could upset Baylor. What do you think? Uh, no, I, I, no, I don't. I don't yeah, think so. I mean, Baylor would have to get a lot more injured. I feel like for that to you know start to creep in. But yeah, I, I think they're definitely the weakest of the one seeds this year. Uh, good defense. Their offense is kind of sporadic at times. It kind of depends on. I don't know. Sometimes it's their matchup or their just like their mood. Sometimes it feels like like just sometimes they just get in these like weird funks where they just can't like move the ball all that much. And so their defense will carry them for a little bit, but definitely not as far as last year. I, I, I wouldn't bet on that either. And then uh, we move on to UNC and Marquette. Uh, I'm leaning UNC just because of how they've been playing recently, but I don't know much about this Marquette team, so I'm hoping you can fill in that gap. Well, I saw Marquette play against UCLA at Marquette after they had taken down an Illinois team that was missing their best player in Kofi. So uh, I also know Marquette beat Villanova twice, so they swept the season series with them. Lost to Creighton. In the Big East, what was it, quarterfinals? Yeah, quarterfinals. So they are pretty good. Um, Like you said, North Carolina did pick it up at the end of the season, losing to Virginia Tech, but they also did beat Duke. So I think this one, as all eight and nine seeds seem to be, is very close. You said you're leaning North Carolina? Yeah. Oh man. Um honestly, yeah, I could I could see it. Let's uh, see. I'll yeah, I mean you, I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah, and one. I mean uh, uh I'll I'll let you know which underdogs I feel strongly about, but uh North Carolina will take in the higher seed. Uh St. Mary's at in Indiana. St. Mary's, you know, they, they they have a lot of good wins. Um, let me see. Gonzaga being the Yeah, the they biggest. beat Gonzaga. Notre Dame, Oregon, Gonzaga, Duke. Yeah. Um, preseason Oregon, though. Preseason Oregon was awful. The thing, yeah, the thing I have here that they – don't they they're they're slow with the ball so they don't they don't take as many possessions as they could be uh so they'll basically against you know let's see who's up here against the Baylor they'll against Baylor they'll have problems um is that who they'll be going against yeah well if they win they're going up against ECLA assuming they also win after this okay Let's see. I mean, I'll take St. Mary's over Indiana. Indiana's coming in from the first four. 
uh, there's always that one team that makes a run, you know. <laughs> yeah. It could uh, be Indiana, Indiana, but I'm not I'm not sold on Indiana. They're, they're a strong team, but they're not. They're yeah, not they, they, they didn't beat Duke, you know. Yeah, they came in. They're coming hot. I mean, St. Mary's is, you know, has had, what, a week, full week off, a little bit more than that since they uh, lost to Gonzaga in the championship. So, uh, I mean, there's always the argument, like, rest or rust in this case. Is it going to help them? Is it going to hurt them? Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Indiana beat them, considering, you know, the – the freshness that they have playing yesterday and winning. Yeah. Uh, but you said you want to stick with St. Mary's. You think they, uh, I, I don't know. You're starting to convince me with Indiana with that whole, re- <laughs> whole recent. <It's> just, <laughs> I mean, you, you have to be pretty good to be able to beat Gonzaga, which St. Mary's yeah. did. So yeah, by that, by that means alone, you know, yeah, we'll say that, but they're not getting past UCLA, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, I would be surprised if either of them did. Trying not to be biased, but matchup wise, right. they're not. We'll save the UCLA talk for the the Elite Eight and Final Four, but we'll pick UCLA for now against Akron. You got anything to say about Akron? Uh, no, no. For sure. Uh, Texas and Virginia Tech, this is, you know, seeding-wise, Virginia Tech could easily get this win. Texas is not playing at the level Texas want to. They just cannot shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I, I've i learned through the years to never count on Texas, to not disappoint you. So I would take Virginia Tech here. Same. I, I'm glad we're in agreement over that. Uh, yeah, I've also noticed that uh, a lot of the usual five and twelve upsets. Uh, I I feel like I could see a lot of, you know, like four and and thirteens or six and elevens here. That wouldn't be all too surprising either. Yeah, and like I said, I think it's the year the ten seeds. <laughs> I'm. Well, let me just spoil it right away. I'm big on Miami this year. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know why. I just have I just have that feeling. <laughs> See, I, it's it's hard for me to agree with you there because I know they play USC in the first round, and so I don't even know if I have them out of the first round. So we'll see when we get to that part of the bracket. But that'd be the biggest part. But uh, Auburn as a two seed, I like them, but they're not anything to mess with. Uh, let's see. Uh, we move on to Purdue and Yale. Uh, Purdue's offense is spectacular this year, but you know their their defense is kind of kind of not there this year, which is you know what Purdue's usually known for. Um, what do you think? Uh, what's his name? Jordan Jaden Ivy takes over. Yeah, yeah, Jaden Ivy. And their big center seven, what is it, seven one, seven two, something like that. Some over big seven center, feet, right? yeah. Yeah, I think that's enough for. I think that's a huge plus for them against Yale. It's hard to match that kind of size. Let's see. Uh, this other ten seed 
you know, there's a big trend with these 10 seats because yeah. I'm in, in like three out of all three out of four of these seven, 10 matchups, I'm favoring the 10 seats and like Murray state, don't get me wrong, really good team, but, but San Francisco right now is just, uh, they're just good on defense and is it usually defensive teams, you know, have success in the first round. So by that reason alone, I want to take San Francisco. But you know, I've I've heard good things about Murray State as well, which is kind of scaring me away from San Francisco. But. Yeah, Murray State was on that ridiculous run, unbeaten streak for so long. It's I I also like you know good things from San Francisco. I kind of lean Murray State by a little bit. But I mean, if you if you feel that confidently in in you know UCF or USF, I mean, then... I mean, I'm willing I'm willing to save this ten pick for Miami uh, and pick. Uh, if State, you're gonna save uh... it for Miami, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you use it now. Maybe <laughs> I'll give you it here. Man, I don't know. I I just every 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 year I kind of fantasize about just having the perfect bracket or just, you know, picking all the upsets. And I somehow just find myself picking half of the upsets, which is never a good thing. Um, oh, yeah. No, every year <laughs> I make a, a full upset bracket. Like, every reasonable upset I can think of. Yeah. In one bracket, so I feel bad. Um, but we'll leave it at San Francisco for all the right. sake of being fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, let, let's get it. Uh, Kentucky versus St. Peter's. Kentucky's good. Uh, Kentucky's really good. And I don't see them losing in the first round. Uh, yep, basically. Also, Notre Dame just won in double overtime. Oh, no way. That talk about March Madness. What a way to start it off. Yeah. Um. So are we taking Alabama? <laughs> It's, I'm still not taking Alabama. All right, we we still got Notre Dame. Cool. Um, let's see. Half halfway done. Let's see. Um, Arizona and Wright State. You let's see. Uh, Arizona's just you know they've been they've been hungry for this tournament because the last few years haven't been kind on Arizona. So the fact that they actually have an opportunity to play in the tournament, you know, they, they're hungry for it. And they, they should have had at least one in the last four years, but things didn't go their way because of um, recruiting scandals. But uh, I see them going far. Will they win? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could see them beating a 16 seed. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, am I convinced they'll go farther than that? Honestly, I could see them losing next in the next round against Seton Hall. <laughs> uh, TCU, TCU, okay. <laughs> yeah, TCU. I saw, I, I saw TCU beat Texas Tech. And it was a bit of a down game for Texas Tech, but Arizona has those games too. And, I mean, as long as the team is athletic enough to keep up with them because they love the run, I, I think they have a chance. Yeah. So, 
All but right, yeah, so. I mean, against against Wright State, I mean, I would love to see a what was it, Peter Kiss, you know, in that game, uh, the leading scorer. Maybe who, pull a someone. Uh, someone dropped forty two in that game on Wright State. Uh, would have been nice. Would have been nice to have Brian State instead, but. Ultimately, it won't matter too much in this matchup, for sure. Yeah, Arizona was going to win it. And I, I'm assuming you got TCU after that. Yeah. I got <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too high on Seton Hall. All right. Um, this next matchup is going to be the upset of the tournament. I got UAB upsetting Houston. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's the upset of the tournament, though. My man... You, you have you seen this guy Jelly Walker, Jordan Walker? <laughs> this guy, uh, uh, this guy dropped like forty in like a double overtime game to like win the championship or something, or get them to the championship, I believe. Uh, and then did the basically this exact same thing in the championship game to get them into the tournament. Oh, sorry. But if you look at this man's highlight reel, man, this this man is nice with it. And this man is going to ball out against Houston. This guy dropped 40 and said, I'm the fucking one <laughs> on the court. <laughs> like, well, yeah, when I when I say this isn't going to be the upset of the tournament, I mean, like, this isn't like that big of a surprise oh, in my mind. Oh, oh OK. Yeah, I, I Houston, thought you meant Houston is, is nowhere near their level that they were in last year when they reached the final four. Yeah, so. even even if Houston makes it to the second round, they definitely lose in the second round. Yeah, uh, I but I have UAB over Houston because yeah. that man that man Jordan Walker is nice. <laughs> yeah, I could give you that one. I could see that. Uh, Illinois and Chattanooga. I'm I'm kind of tossed up against this because you know Illinois is consistent and Chattanooga is just. Are they though? That uh, let me see what did I write down. I, I I don't know if I wrote down, anything, but Chattanooga is that like wild card team that could you know just light it up. I've heard I've heard wise. really good things about Chattanooga actually. Illinois just has good three point shooting. Their offense isn't anything special, and their defense isn't either. So it's just like they got an elite center though. Yeah, they they they're just they're just older. And it's like that's basically it that I could give them, but uh, Chattanooga could could possibly upset them, but I'm not too sure. You got to convince me on that one. Um, well, I mean, Illinois started off the season terrible, given they're missing Kofi, their um, All American center. Then they got hot during the. Big Ten season got a tie with Wisconsin to win the regular season championship and then flopped in the tournament leading up to this. So they're definitely more talented, obviously, but they are pretty inconsistent, especially with their point guard play. Plus Chattanooga. I mean, I haven't seen them play, but I've heard good things about them. So I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Um, Yo, let's let's do it, Chattanooga, and we'll have a, a twelve, a twelve, and a thirteen seed in the second round. <laughs> Didn't something like that happen last year? So I mean, oh, it was UCLA. It was usually eleven versus 
11 versus 13, I think, last year, too. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, okay. We'll take in Chattanooga. Uh, <laughs> uh, Colorado State and Michigan. I'm fading Michigan at all. Costs. Really? I, 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 after all that smack you were talking about them being overseeded or, you know, still going? (laughs) That was being being nice. I don't know. I have a friend going to Colorado State, so I'm I'm a little biased. But, but, you know, I'm going to go with the higher seed. I'm going to go with the higher seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I will, too. (laughs) I'm, I'm high on Tennessee this year. I... I think they could even make it all the way to the final four. I think um, so too, in the sense of the I I like the the what's it called? The region they're in. I feel yeah. like they match up well against Villanova. Uh I feel like they could, you know, squeak it out against um Arizona. Wait, that's the same one? Yeah, Arizona. Um, considering the fact they already beat Arizona this year. So it wouldn't be that much of a surprise in my mind. Yeah, I'm, it's honestly my pick to make it out of this region, but uh, mine too. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm like Tennessee is like the team. I'm set that like I'm gonna have them in my final four in most of my brackets, and yeah, they're just they're just they're just gonna scratch out these defensive wins, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch because. <laughs> Because a Villanova-Tennessee matchup would be fun if they could get past Loyola-Chicago, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, see, I'm telling you, all the 10 seeds. Ten, yeah. All the 10 seeds are there. They're, they're better than all the 7 seeds they're facing. And Loyola-Chicago, Miami probably will be the only one that loses, to be funny. Uh, but you'll probably have, you know, Davidson, SF State, Loyola, Chicago move on, and it's going to be the the year of the 10 seeds. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Loyola could. I mean, it's not that I'm so high on Loyola, Loyola but I'm just not high on Ohio State. I'm, like, kind of down on them again this year. Last year, yeah. they lost the two seeds, so. Yeah, and when you have God on your side, you can't lose. Sister Jean, um, is, she you, still, is she still? Is she still Yeah, Sister Jean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man! And then Villanova over Delaware. Let's just yep. get that over with, easy. Um, we move on to our last region, and then it gets just faster from here. Uh, Kansas and Texas Southern. We're taking Kansas. Yep. There will be no 16 seed upsets this year. I'm sorry to say, won't happen for a while. Uh, San Diego State and Creighton. Uh, uh, you you go first. <laughs> all right. Um, I saw Creighton in the championship game against Villanova. Played really well. Um, San Diego State. I've seen them a couple times, not full games, just a couple games in the Mountain West. Really good. Made the final. Um, this one's tough. I I kind of believe in San Diego State and their defense a little bit more than Creighton's offense. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I, I think I, I would. Learn. 
to the eight seed. Yeah, I'm going to San Diego State as well. Uh, I think we have all one eights. Oh, no, we have one nine. Uh, Arizona TCU. One eight, one eight. Yeah, one eight, one eight, one eight. Um, but yeah, San Diego State looks like we're good there. Iowa, arguably the hottest team in the nation right now against Richmond. Uh, we're taking Iowa. Yeah, probably the, the only 5 12 matchup where I don't feel too torn on choosing the 12. Yeah. I feel like this one is should be Iowa's, you know, game to. And not not have to squeak by on to win a little comfortably. All right, and I have asked a lot of people on if they were to pick one upset in the tournament, uh, what upset would they be? And they were to pick this next matchup. We have Providence versus South Dakota State. Ooh. A lot of people have picked South Dakota yeah. State as their. You know, this is going to be the upset to watch out for. And I mean, I I see why Providence. A lot of people. I mean, given mostly fans of other teams in the Big East feel like they are a bit overrated, you know, won the championship, not having to play on the road against some of the better opponents in that conference. Mm-hmm. And San Diego State or South Dakota State, another SDSU, um, has been on fire all year. So, I mean, I, I will say that Providence is really good in close games this year. Essentially, any game uh, live, they're I on. Think, I think Providence had the highest, like, luck factor this year in terms of mm-hmm. uh, teams. So, yeah, yeah, I could believe that. I mean, that's that's kind of what you need. I mean, at this time of year, you know, some Ooh, some uh, luck, some missed free throws, some missed calls. I mean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade the public in this one. I'm taking Providence. <laughs> I, so. So what we're, what we've done is we pick a bunch of upsets, but one of the most popular ones were like no, no, not no, here. the favorite, the favorite's gonna win. <laughs> I mean, in a way, if you think about it, if most people think this will be an upset, we're picking the upset, right? By picking chalk here. Exactly, exactly. So that's that's the way we think about it, and I mean, by by all means, we might have the perfect bracket right here. Yeah, still still a long way to go, but. <laughs> No, this is it. This is it for sure. This is it. I feel it. This is this is what brings this podcast into the spotlight. You know, well, just like we we picked the perfect bracket. It's never been done. Yeah, we got video <laughs> evidence too here. Like you know. All right. Um, we move on. LSU, Iowa State. I don't know anything about this team. Um, these teams. Uh, I'm picking higher seed LSU. Oh man. I don't feel comfortable with that. Okay, okay. I've seen LSU early in the season. They were, I think, the third to last team to be undefeated. Um, And then just completely fall apart in the SEC. Um, And they just fired their coach heading into the, the tournament, who was a solid coach, but due to an investigation, that's... Yeah. Down, had to part Will, Will Wade... Uh, yeah, we'll wait. I mean, yeah, a team without a head coach is going to be – I mean, you know, coaching is a big part of this. So, yeah, they're at a big disadvantage without their coach. So, I mean, if you were going to pick an upset based off of that, it would be pretty plausible. Yeah. Uh, 
Iowa State. Uh, do you got anything worth noting? Um, I mean, I haven't really seen them this year. I just know that every time I need them to pull off an upset, they've let me down. So I'm giving them one more chance here. Okay. Let's see it. Uh, Wisconsin and Colgate. Uh, Wisconsin's a, a good team, but they're playing. They got someone back, right? I believe they had someone injured, and then they're playing with them again. Oh, that's, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. Uh, they've, they've just – they've gone up against good competition, and I guess they're just, you know, they're tested. So they're ready for the tournament, I guess you could say, and they're ready to get into these close matchups, but – I mean, based on who they're going to go up against next, if they were to win, you would have Auburn up next as their most likely opponent if they make it out of Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they're good. I think they might be a little overseeded. I don't necessarily think they're like the best team in their conference but i i do think they're good enough to be colgate at least you know possibly yeah. iowa state as well so i think it's more in this in this case for them it'll be a just the matchups that they'll have that kind of prevent them from getting upset early on so okay now we get to my favorite matchup, USC versus Miami. You tell me that the worst free throw shooting team in the country is about to be Miami? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, uh, unfortunately, I've, I've seen them play quite a bit this year, and I've seen them win more than I would like to see them win. And so as I mean, much as I want to be a big I mean, hater in this case <laughs> and say Miami all the way by 50 – I, I I know that they have some talent that when it shows up is pretty hard to beat. And I just don't I feel like Miami doesn't have that level of like upper talent. And so because of that, I think they will show up at least in this game to beat Miami. All right, man, uh, but but if you ruin, this, I'm gonna be a hater. I'm just gonna let you know. I'll I'll give you USC, man. But if you if you ruin this perfect bracket with with Miami, <laughs> if, if they make the final four, <laughs> I will apologize for sure. Uh, oh, trust me, because I have them beating Auburn too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so that that concludes it for the round of 64. Now we move on to the round of 32. It just gets better from here. We got some awesome matchups. Um, you know, I heard a lot of people say UConn versus Arkansas was going to be a good one. Uh, Davidson Duke about to be a big upset. <laughs> Baylor, North Carolina, what we got, uh, St. Mary's UCLA, you know, we repping UCLA, Virginia Tech about to whoop on Purdue. I'm sorry. Okay. But I'm getting too ahead of myself. Um, do, do you want to, uh, let's see. 
We got Gonzaga, Boise State. Gonzaga, Boise. Yeah, I'm sticking with Gonzaga here. It's tough. It's going to be tough to go against Gonzaga from here on out. Yeah, and I think it's also in due to, like, matchups. I feel like a lot of these teams that they're playing early on are similar to the teams they played in their West Coast Conference. So they're not getting pushed out of their comfort zone quite yet. Okay, and uh, UConn, Arkansas. Yeah. Um. I'm going Arkansas. Yeah, uh, I am leaning Arkansas here as well. I just think physically they'll be too much for UConn. And, I mean, we've seen them play with some of the top top teams in the country and, you know, squeak out wins at home. So I think they'll be able to do it here too. All right. And uh, it's, it'll be uh, Texas Tech versus Notre Dame. And I believe we're taking Texas Tech here. See, this is the round where we start taking all the higher seeds. And, you know, it's it's highly unlikely that a seed outside of five will win the championship. So, like, yeah. the strategy is to pick the higher seed, I guess. <laughs> well, I think... I think once you get to maybe the final four-ish, you start picking the bigger seeds. But I think you could still, I mean, as we saw last year, you could pick a couple double UCLA. UCLA was so close, man. Oregon State made the Elite Eight as a 12 seed. So, I mean, there was a couple last year. By the way, from a betting standpoint, like the NCAA is all over like scripting these narratives. So I believe we get a Gonzaga UCLA rematch. Um, uh, I'm scared. That'll be I'm fun. Scared. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it'll be fun, but matchup nightmare for sure. Okay, this is where you know I'm taking Davidson over Duke. Um, oh. I. I just think Davidson will just shoot three pointers the whole game. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Again, Davidson's just gonna try and put up a lot of numbers, but uh, I think Duke is on fade watch here. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on them. I mean, I'm definitely not completely sold on them. And like I said, I I, I think they'll make a a little bit of a deep run and ultimately come up short. Just kind of how this. Season's been playing out. It hasn't been as scripted as some people predicted. Who would you say the lowest ranked two seed is between, you know, Duke, Kentucky, Villanova, and Auburn? I would – oh, man. I mean, I'll put it this way. In terms of who I could see being upset most likely, it would be Duke. Yeah. But – out of the four of them, who can I see, I mean, like winning at all, like the highest ceiling-wise? I think Duke might be up there tied with Kentucky. So okay. they're, they're so unpredictable in that sense that, you know, they could either lose here or, you know, win it all. And be completely all right. We're, we're picking them here, but, you know, we're definitely not going to pick them against Texas Tech. Uh <laughs> uh Baylor and North Carolina. Uh I want to pick North Carolina so badly. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people <laughs> pick both North Carolina or Marquette here. 
Um, a lot of people are low on Baylor, which, I mean, I was low on Baylor coming into this a little bit, but the fact that a lot of people are also low on them makes me think that I'm going to be wrong because of that. Yeah, I'm. I but, like. I think Baylor will will come out on top, but I don't think they make it out of this region. That's for yeah. Sure. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind picking North Carolina to pull the upset either, because um, we were supposed to get a UCLA North Carolina game this year, or I guess last November, and they got canceled due to COVID. So, oh, okay. I mean, if we if we finally get that matchup next, you know, I won't complain either. Honestly, you're convincing me towards that because I, you know, I'm taking UCLA over St. Mary's. So, man, I, I'd, I'd want to see that. So let, let's take North Carolina then. All right, let's uh, take UCLA versus North Carolina first in the Sweet seed. 16. Uh, first one seed out. Okay. Yep. Uh, Virginia Tech versus Purdue. Um, Virginia Tech is hot. But I don't think they're hot enough to beat Purdue. How's how's Virginia Tech's defense? Is it is it good? Like, is it worth noting? Uh, I uh, I don't I don't think it's worth like noting compared to other defenses like you know Baylor. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I, I'm all for big stars in the in the tournament. So let, let's get uh, Ivy. Ivy, keep keep it going. Yeah. Um, and then I'm taking Kentucky over San Francisco. Yeah, um, that's a terrible matchup for San Francisco. It it the run ends there. <laughs> um, Arizona TCU. Arizona's just too too big and fast. Uh, yeah, I, I think I the take TCU, but. Maybe, maybe. Oh man, I just realized that if they beat TCU here, we have them playing against either a twelve or a thirteen. <laughs> so, nah, that just makes me want to pick this crazy upset even more. I mean, Arizona's basically got a cakewalk. I think to the to the at least to the Which is elite eight. Because <laughs> I am rooting for them to lose one of these for sure. Oh man, it it, it won't be until Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Uh fortunate. Yeah. Uh UAB and Chattanooga. I don't know anything about Chattanooga, so I'm a, I'm gonna go with Jelly Walker still. Uh, I'm big on UAB, I guess, you know. Fuck it. They'll make it to to the Sweet 16, but unfortunately, you know, Arizona's like you just, you know, unfortunate that you're in this side of the bracket, I guess. <laughs> UAB for the win. Upset but hey, over but, Arizona. But hey, you know, you're gonna if you gotta make it to the to the championship, you're gonna have to beat every single one of these teams. So it's like obviously you don't want to face the one seeds, but it's like, you know, you're gonna have to eventually if you're not a one seed. Um uh, uh, we're taking Tennessee over Colorado State. I, I think we were both high on Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, and Loyola, Chicago, and Villanova. Uh, you get to pick this one because you know a lot of people kind of want to say Loyola, Chicago in this spot. I mean, having 
gone to see that UCLA Villanova game in person. Villanova is good. They have some matchup weaknesses, but I don't think Loyola is that weakness. You know, so, a team can't a team can't make that Cinderella run every year, you know. Yeah, I mean they can make a, a short run maybe to like the sweet sixteen, a few of them, but you can't expect the final four every year, you know. I mean, yeah, Villanova like they're gonna have a tough uh, like matchup wise, they're gonna have a tough road because I mean, it only gets harder from here. Like, besides yeah. their, like, 15 matchup, you got either Loyola or Ohio State, and then you have Tennessee most likely after that. And then you would have uh, UAB, Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> UAB after that. And it's like, man, like, Arizona, if they even make it past Tennessee, like, you know, they don't make it past Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we are almost there to the Sweet 16, USC versus Auburn. I'm sorry, man, but Auburn takes this. Yeah, I mean, you say that as if I'm rooting for USC. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely hope to UCLA. Auburn uh, wins this one. Oh, wait, did we miss one? Yeah, you skipped to the bottom part of the Oh, practice. wait. Oh, okay. uh, Kansas and San Diego State. Sheesh. I think I think I'll stick with Kansas a little bit here. Yeah, and I'm gonna go Iowa on the next one. Uh, you know, Providence making it this far was already already a, a long shot. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could see it either way, but I, I could. Do you think? Do you think Iowa will keep will keep their you know their their hot streak going? I don't think they will. Because it just gives me it gives me that like UConn vibe, you know, when when like Kemba Walker, yeah, that's on true. That they have, stretch, but they do have that kind of quality of a player. Yeah, they got that that one good player, but uh, uh man, we're we're almost there. It's getting better. It's getting better. We got some lit matchups for the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, Gonzaga oh, versus. Are we? Yeah, Iowa State, Wisconsin. Oh, I already had that pick, man. Uh-oh. Oh, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm taking Wisconsin. I mean, yeah, I guess. Sorry, that was just autofill. I don't know. I don't know what the thing was doing. <laughs> Oh man, honestly though, like this, I'm excited for this, like March Madness bracket. So, like the tournament in general, just there's like the level of competition is just I've I've never seen it this high. Yeah, in terms it. of in terms of like you know one seats not being as strong. Uh, well, obviously they're strong, but like. I feel like anything could happen in this one. Trust me. Yeah, like 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 the only the only one seed I have like a good like a very solid amount of confidence in right now is Gonzaga, partly because of their bracket region. But other than that, I wouldn't be all surprised if any of the other ones don't even make the Sweet Sixteen. Honestly. Yeah, we'll see though. Uh. Gonzaga and Arkansas. We're we're going Gonzaga. 
uh, NBA level team, you know, it's going to be tough to beat them if you are going to beat them. Yeah. Uh, I think, it, I think Chet, up well against Arkansas, but you think Chet, tough. you think Chet going number one? Um, I, I think so. Ultimately, I think he will go one. Yeah. Okay, we get to uh, Texas Tech versus Duke. Um, you know, Texas Tech makes easy work of Duke. What do you think? I wouldn't say easy work, but I oh, think easy work. <laughs> I think the defense probably will come up in the clutch against uh, Duke's NBA level talent. It's, it's just much. a matter of will their offense keep their the game close enough to get to that point at the end since they've been struggling recently. But I mean, yeah, I don't know if you, if you want to go Texas Tech, you can you can go Texas Tech here. We going? I'm going Texas Tech. This is going Texas Tech uh, against. Let's see. Uh, UCLA, North Carolina, that would be such a fun, such a fun game if it actually does come, you know, to fruition. Uh, I have UCLA, you know, even winning this thing. So uh, UCLA's got it. Yeah, the, the homer in me is picking UCLA, but it's not. It's I think if they would have played back in you know, late November, I think this that would have been an easy win for UCLA compared to now. I think the front court that, that North Carolina has could be an issue, but ultimately their guard play. I just like how UCLA – I like how UCLA decided to run it back, and they even added a few more. Uh, yeah, Miles Johnson, Peyton Watson. Like, you guys just made your team better, and it's just like if you guys almost made it to the championship and you guys probably would have won the championship if you guys beat Gonzaga, like, this year's the year to do it. And it, it seems like you the, the team's all in. So, honestly, I'm, UCLA's my pick. Yep. Uh, and then let's see, Purdue and Kentucky. That'll be a good one. Uh, Kentucky wins it though. Uh, Purdue just doesn't have the defense to keep up with Kentucky. Like their yeah. offense, their offense is there, but you know when their offense will be swarmed by all these guys that Kentucky got. Like, uh, you know the fact that Purdue is even into the Sweet Sixteen. It will most likely be just because of their offense. So when they go up against a team with a good defense, it's, uh, yeah, Kentucky Kentucky got this. Yeah, I agree. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Arizona UAB, you know, it's not much we could say. The fact that we even have a one versus a 12 seed. Kind of makes me worried, but you know, you can't you can't worry about it too much. You can't think about the seeds. You just gotta go with it. And we are picking Arizona because one thing about Arizona is that they are tall. And I mean, Jordan Walker is good at basketball, but he is also significantly undersized. Uh, but he could ball. He's a baller. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but yeah. this is where the this is where the train ends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like you said, an unfortunate matchup. 
Um, just the height, the speed is going to be tough. It to, just, it's not to that. With you. It's not just that they're tall. It's like they also have, I think, you know, the number one like pace in college basketball or something like that. So it's just like the the ability to just be on both sides of the floor really fast like to be able to keep up with Arizona you'd have to be sprinting on both sides of the floor and it's just a nightmare matchup for anyone that goes up against them i mean i think i think their ideal the ideal matchup to beat Arizona would be a slower team that can force them to play half court offense because Throughout the, the Pac-12 season, we've seen when they've been forced into those positions, they struggle. They struggled against the Stanford team that just slowed the game down so much. Like they were just walking in mud for okay. 40 straight minutes. And so I think if you could do that for the entire game and not give them like a five-minute stretch where they can just drop 30 points real quick, then they'll definitely be in trouble. You just need to have like – I mean, the whole matchup, you know, and I think Tennessee later on will be able to to pull that off. Yeah, because they're definitely going to be Villanova, uh, and we'll, that's going to be an awesome matchup again. And I, yeah, I see that. I see the Arizona-Tennessee rematch because I know Arizona's probably thinking about that in the back of their head. The fact that the NCAA put Tennessee in their conference, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Villanova is really good. I just think matchup wise here, Tennessee probably does beat them. And all right, yeah. and then you have one of the most interesting matchups, which will probably most likely happen: uh, Kansas versus Iowa. A lot of people might pick Iowa here, just because of if they do make it this far, that means they're on fire and they're yeah. probably the hottest team in in all of college basketball at that moment in the sweet 16. Um, what do you think? If, if, let's say, let's say, cause you got to think about it. If Iowa makes it to the sweet 16 is going up against the number one seed, Kansas, they're going to be the talk of the tournament, no matter what happens. I mean, also if UAB makes it against Arizona, they'll also be the talk of the tournament, but uh, more realistically, Iowa would be that team. That's like, man, they they're riding all the momentum here. They actually might have a chance to be a struggling Kansas team. What do you think? Um, I actually haven't even seen Iowa this year, so I'm let's just, just say, going. I'm just going just, based off how hot they are. You know, yeah, they're the just season. they're just riding all the momentum right now, and it's just like they all these teams that are riding the momentum. They're just peaking at the right times, which is what you really want at this time of the year. Yeah, I mean, Kansas. I've seen Kansas quite a lot this year. You know, started off uh, not that great, ended really well beating Texas Tech in the final. Uh, I think they're the more balanced team for sure. I was offense definitely carries them a little bit more. I, man, I don't know. What are, what are you thinking on this one? probably kansas but yeah uh, kansas because i've seen their defense come come through you know when it's needed they've won basically every game of theirs i've seen has come down to the end so 
I feel like they they're just built a little bit better for for this kind of thing than Iowa. Yeah, um, with Kansas, like, yeah, the only thing that like worries me is just like the their their performance in you know the Big Twelve, but uh, the tournament, but uh, but I mean, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be there, they're gonna show up, and against an Iowa team that's like smaller, but yeah, I, I got Kansas. And then uh, the last matchup, Wisconsin and Auburn. Uh, I'd go Auburn, but I I could easily pick Wisconsin in this one. Um, I'm I'm not necessarily big on Wisconsin, but neither am I. I'm picking Auburn. Yeah, let's see what the matchup preview has for this. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. It like no matter what matchup. You pick, it'll give you the matchup preview. <laughs> yep. Oh, by the way, have you joined the, the tournament uh, challenge thing that I have? I guess uh, I sent you the link, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When no, it gets 50 bucks, it's all free. But uh, if you want to submit some brackets, uh, you know, by all means, feel free. Yeah, for sure, for sure. After this, I'll I'll go into a little bit more depth on these picks and fill one out. Yeah, basically, a uh, person with the most points at the end of the tournament just gets fifty bucks. But okay, and now we move on to the elite eight, and now it's starting to see. I'm starting to see, you know, a realistic picture here. Uh, you know, it gives me hope for this bracket. <laughs> uh, like the combined seeds, one, three, four, two, one, three, one, two. That's more realistic. Uh, Is it though? <laughs> like, you know, there's always one that's like outside of five that sneaks in one way or another. I mean, yeah, right now UCLA being a four seed. Is the lowest. That's, and, that's the lowest. Yeah. And there were, there were the, the top four seeds. So there were, you know, one you know, less lost to Oregon away from being a three seed. So we're not, we can't say we're being too bold with these elite eight predictions, but Hey, usually they, they do go somewhat normal. Oh man. Yeah. Just, you know, these look sort of normal to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gonzaga and Texas tech going to be, you know, a, a defensive matchup, just crazy. Um, most of these matchups will be defensive. That's yeah. A, that's a thing with, like, uh, I mean, trend-wise, college basketball is setting, you know, like, fat, fat, fast-paced offense, switching everything on defense, uh, you know, setting screens. Uh, well, what's it called? It's space out screens along the perimeter. Uh, uh, it's the way teams are shifting towards like a Gonzaga and Arizona type team. Like you're kind of coming away from the whole like Duke era teams. And not saying that uh, I like where college basketball is going, but the, the, the level, the level of offense and, 
defense that these kids can put out is pretty close to an NBA level. Like, it might be going a little too far. I mean, yeah, like they're they're going towards the more like pace. Yeah. Oh, let's go. My laptop that that's the first time it happened. I, I didn't know if it was gonna like restart everything or not. <laughs> yeah, I think if you plug it in fast enough, you sh- you're good. All right, for sure. Uh but yeah, I mean where was I going? Um we were talking about like the state of basketball and how Arizona Gonzaga. Yeah, they're basically molding the way for a lot of like that's the way you want to build your team. You know, uh, offense doesn't really matter if you have a good defense. And it's like obviously like a team like Arizona and Gonzaga, they also have the offensive output. Like Gonzaga is just littered with shooters that could just support the defense. And it's, uh, you know, teams like that are always going to win the championship. I, I believe – I believe there's never been or outside of a few, there's only like most of the NCAA championships come from the top five uh, in offense and defense, defensive rankings. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously it makes sense, but you know, it's crazy that how every year you could kind of just look at what teams kind of fall into that category. Like they have a top five, uh, defense and offense to where, um, you know, those consistent teams will put out, will win out championships and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, has there ever been like a, a dynasty, so to speak? I, I mean, obviously, like there's, you know, players come and go. So there can't really be like a prolonged dynasty. But like, you know, when you think of these like blue blood schools like Duke, Kentucky, even Kansas and, you know, uh, what are the schools? Yeah, UCLA, like, I mean, yeah, UCLA is probably like the biggest one. They got like the most college championships, right? Yeah, I've been. Yeah, shout out to like eight in a row or something. Something crazy. Yeah. But I mean, let's get to it. Let's keep going. Uh, Gonzaga, Texas Tech. Ah, dude, that, you know, we could flip coins on all of these pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I think Gonzaga, with like their better, more balanced team of offense and defense, Texas Tech really struggles offensively. Yeah. And I think that part of their game is going to keep them from this upset and then uh ucla kentucky i believe you know we're both on ucla because we we need we need that gonzaga ucla rematch do we though maybe we should go back and pick texas tech to avoid (laughs) (laughs) i mean it would be the best case scenario yeah but i mean that'd be crazy you know preseason one and two playing in the 
Final Four yet again would be would be a story for sure. Yeah. Oh man, Arizona, Tennessee. I'm I'm picking Tennessee. Tennessee. They beat them once. They could beat them again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Kansas, Auburn. You you get to Ooh. pick this one. Man. Uh, let's see. Kansas finished the season a lot better than Auburn, obviously. But for most of the season, Auburn was like the number one team, you know, up there on the same level as Gonzaga, really the only team that was like in people's mind able to compete with them. And they've yeah. fallen it, what it feels like so far since then. Um, I mean, I think based off of what we've seen to this point, I kind of have to lean Kansas. They've just performed yeah. better in those like big games, regardless of the environment. Let's go. All right. And we've made it to the final four. I believe we got the best teams out of this tournament in this final four. We have Gonzaga, UCLA, Tennessee, and Kansas. Yeah, pretty good uh, balance of one seeds and upsets, I feel like. Yeah, and it's never the obvious ones. I mean, except Gonzaga, but I don't believe Arizona would make it past Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. Tennessee's been calling my name this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but Gonzaga, UCLA, going to be a great matchup. Tennessee, Kansas, going to be a great matchup. Uh, we'll start with Tennessee, Kansas. I'm going Tennessee. The three seed beats the one seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, yeah, like we we've pretty much said it all to this point. Yeah, like and what, what it's basically this is just intuition at this point. Yeah, I'm taking the upsets, man. I'm going Tennessee, UCLA. Tennessee, UCLA. Okay. I mean, and the finals. I mean, hell, I'd we're be, picking. I'd be happy with that. I mean, I'm picking UCLA, man. I've I've been wanting to pick them since. Since last year, uh, yeah, I did I've pick been, them last year, but I picked them uh, the Lonzo year too. Let's hope this same. one goes a little bit better. Oh man, it's gonna be a fun one. You know, the odds of this actually going the way we've predicted it highly unlikely, but it's always fun to have that hope, which is what March is all about hope and you know, giving these small schools the chance to fight and like i said before when you get the chance to dance you're gonna tango you know <laughs> unfortunately i only know how to waltz so you know no tango for me <laughs> salsa waltz cha-cha whatever you want it this is march madness and you are invited to the dance and you know it's not necessarily like you know percent of these kids will make it into the NBA, probably less than that, to be honest. But uh, the rest will just kind of take this into a memory and tell their kids about it. You know, I always, I always think about that, just like, you know, Lonzo Ball on that UCLA team. Who else was on that uh, team? TJ Leaf was on that. TJ Leaf, Bryce Alford. Yeah. And like the rest, you know, they're just going to be able to say that they played with Lonzo Ball that year. <laughs> I mean, 
that's that's what most of the guys on that team were talking about anyway, most of the season. And yeah, I mean, that's what the tournament is. You know, it's your one chance at your 15 minutes of fame. And it's it's what makes this tournament so exciting, you know, that there's 63 losers and only one winner. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. There's so many teams and one team has to win. They have to win, what is it, five, six games? Six games in a row. Oh. One, two, three, four. Oh, five? Five games? Unless you're a first four team, you know? Yeah. Oh man. But uh thank you, Hugo. It's been it's been nice to have you. Uh I mean, did you wait, did you pick your, your championship? UCLA, right? We're all on UCLA. I mean, yeah, <laughs> why not? I mean let's just I kind of, I kind of, to be fair, I kind of steered the UCLA narrative. So it, it's not just because you, Hugo went to UCLA doesn't mean we're biased towards UCLA. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was, I was fully prepared to at some point, you know, have to, have to, you know, give up the dream, but you, you kept it alive. So who am I to deny that? I'm, uh, I'll, I'll see you at the final four. You know, once we get there, I'll have you back right. on and we'll, we'll break down these matchups. Uh, yeah, I'll, Gonzaga, I'll, uh, UCLA. I'll live stream <laughs> from the championship game, U- UCLA, Tennessee. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you let me know. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a pleasure and thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll release this as soon as I can. But uh, until then, enjoy your March Madness. <laughs> All right, man. You too. Let's uh, let's hope uh, we win some serious money with a perfect bracket. You know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We got a lot of upsets, so um, if we are if we are gonna win, we're definitely gonna be the only one with UAB against Arizona. <laughs> oh, you, you know it. <laughs> All right, man. You take care. All right. Peace. See you.